Hey, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think I've combed my hair in like a month and a half, dude. It's just been, it's just been this. See, just getting out of the shower and putting a hat on, or not even putting a hat, just whatever, whatever happens, happens, and that's how it stays. Like if I do go out to go do a grocery run, then I'll put the hat on, but. No way, dude. I've literally been in the same clothes for like the last two weeks. I'm not even kidding. That's so funny because like I've had the same underwear this whole time. Hey, that's dude. That's okay, man. That's not. It's what did you go? You go front and back, then you reverse it, then go front and back, and then you throw it away. So you like you go at least <laughs> like, like two weeks wearing the same chonies. I throw it away. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah, yes. In the washer. No, I'm bored after that. Just spray it with the I go front and back, inside Uh out. Yes, that's what I forgot. Inside out. No pants for two days. No pants. Cycle all over again. (laughs) Yes. It airs out. It airs itself out. Right, 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 right. right, right. (laughs) It airs itself out. I started wearing shirts instead of underwear, dude. Just put my, you know, legs into the, where the arms go, and you're you're good to go. Old school, old school, uh, uh, Bell Baptist camp, uh, girls at the pool where you just wear long shirts over your bathing suits. That's just you, like all day, just wearing like Dude, a super long shut shirt. Shut up, because I don't think you've ever gotten into a swimming pool without a shirt on either. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, what? What are you talking about, boy? I own a pool, homie. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what was it? What was up with that, dude? That we would go into the pool in those camps, and they all wear their yeah, t-shirts, dude. dude. It's like what? This is there it is. is. <laughs> there it is, dude. Dude, I can't. I can't find it. Oh, there it is. Can you guys see it? What is that? Oh, the true. Yeah, dude. That's exactly why I don't take my shirt off, dude. It's a regret. A regret I have. I got a trolls tattoo on my chest. Dude. Oh, how was I that? Want to see it? I thought it was a sardine. <laughs> It looked like a like a sardine in there, dude. <laughs> it's like, what the heck is that? Uh, dude. Oh, man. Can I tell you guys what happened to you, dude? Like two days ago, three days ago? Yeah, go, go, go for dude. it. Go for it. Tell us. Oh, my God, dude. So I went to uh, Walmart to do a grocery run, and I had my mask and everything, this dude. It's taking too long, dude. Shut up. <laughs> I had my mask and everything, dude, and I'm walking by, and some... Um, some guy from our old church that we used to go to, that all of us used to go to, Bell Baptist Church, where we used to, where we all grew up, kind of like recognized me or sees me, right? And so I was like, oh, I guess I'll be, you know, say hi, whatever. And so I was like, you know, I was wearing a mask and everything, dude. So I take it off and I'm like, oh, hi. And he's all, hey. And he comes up to me and he like hugs me, dude. He holds me. And I'm like, oh. I'm all. Bro, what are, wow. you, what are you doing? <laughs> I was frozen, and my boys are with me, too. And they're, like, looking at me, like, with their eyes wide open. And me, too, I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, hey. And I, I felt, like, in shock because I was like, if we know we're not supposed to do that, you know? Social distancing and all, right? And I was like, I didn't know what to do. I, didn't, I felt like pushing him off, but at the same time, I'm like, guy was, like, just being nice, but still, you know what I mean? Like what do you do at that point, wow. dude? And I'm looking, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, that that food better not have Larona, dude, because <laughs> I literally oh, had a shoot, dude. That's crazy. I almost felt like uh, just just taking that clothes off and burning it before I got home, dude. It was crazy, dude. I was just like, and then he comes up and he says, oh uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's I don't like this all like you know elbows or saying hi from far. I'm like, dude, you like dying? <laughs> you, you like death? Then I guess. Dude, I uh, I low key recognize somebody, uh, but I just use the excuse that I had my mask on, and that they had their mask on, so I didn't recognize them. But I did, dude, and and I know that she did too. But we both just kind of walked past each other and didn't say anything. I think because we wanted to avoid having to like make that decision of what we're gonna do, like whether we're gonna like just wave at each other, high five each other. That's a good decision, so, dude. I regret saying good decision, dude. Good decision. I regret saying hi, dude. I was like, damn. 
just, just expose myself, dude. So shout out to Nancy Baclini and uh, Nick for uh, was that them? for pretending that they didn't know who I was because <laughs> I did the same thing. But we know who, <laughs> we know what happened there. It was a business decision, dude. That fool listens to the podcast, dude. Decision. <laughs> so he'll know now. Dude, as if like Nick, as if you wouldn't be able to recognize Nick with a freaking mask on, <laughs> the freaking muscles like Thor. Yeah, exactly. The freaking muscles coming like out of real life Thor, dude. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Hey, let's start yeah, off man. this episode right. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. Woo! Woo! Say enthusiasm, guys. Let's go. Talk about Wait, that. Woo! What? I thought we recorded this already. <laughs> the intro? No, not yet, man. What's up? I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm the con. Con. Thank you, Jay. Your mic almost went out. I know, dude. <laughs> we got Jay. What up? What up, everybody? Uh, and for your information, my chest is immaculate. <laughs> it is beautiful. Chiseled by the gods. He never goes into a pool. Never goes into a pool with a t-shirt. Just telling you that right now. <laughs> yeah. Or jean shorts. Or jean shorts. Yeah, exactly. None of those. Or just right? or just my my entire jeans. Not even jean shorts. Just just whole jeans. Just whole jeans. Whole dude. jeans, dude. And of course we got so Uno. Those. Um Uno. <laughs> Are you? Are you? I don't know, man. Do you go by different since we don't have another Louis, do we just call you Lou then? He's just gonna drink. My anchorman reference just went over you guys' head. Yeah, you read you read the teleprompter wrong. Oh. <laughs> I'm too cool or just really lame right now. <laughs> or that's not really um orange juice and lem- lime or lemon, whatever you put in that drink. La 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 la. I'm just gonna watch him drink. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us for a new episode. Uh, Jay, what's up with our social media? Yo, so as you guys know, we all up in that social media. Uh, We want you guys to hit us up, interact with us, be a part of our family, dude. That's all we want, especially during these times. We need interaction. We need connection virtually, digitally. Any type of not physically though we we already established that we're gonna we're gonna pretend like we don't know you now from now on. But if you see us on Instagram at the Beta Report on all social media platforms, we could throw out a digital hug, dude. I'm okay with that. I'm cool. Um, so go ahead and follow us: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, which we don't use, but it's there. Uh, YouTube, we got a bunch of videos. We also got a, a freaking dope website, uh, thebetareport.com, where we have all our old episodes. You can also read some of the blogs that we've written in the past. Uh, but go ahead and hit us up, dude. Any one of those. And while you're at it, give us those five-star reviews. If you guys are listening to this podcast, obviously it's on some type of digital platform. Go ahead and, and just search it out. Wherever, whatever you're listening, uh, listening to this, it's either Apple Podcasts, five stars. Spotify, do they do thumbs up or do they do five stars? Either way, five stars. Stitcher. Google Play, all those places. Just give us a five-star. Whatever the highest rating is, bro, like, if you're Ricky Romero, you want to give us five middle fingers, I'm cool with that, dude. Just give us all of them. (laughs) That's what we need. And if there's no rating system on it, tell five people about that. Oh! Tell five people that you like this podcast. If there's no rating system, that's all you can do for us. Tell five people, hey, listen to this podcast. Right? So there we go. I like that all right let's jump into this dude with me some- personally i don't give oh. a crap whether you interact with us or not dude <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you man i'm off my meds <laughs> <laughs> wow i can't go to cbs though so <laughs> you guys get jerk now freaking gator dude <laughs> i know gator hey man hey. it's time for some quick news bites let's do this All right, so this week, Sam Raimi himself confirmed that he will be directing Doctor Strange to the Multiverse of Madness. That's what it's called. Dude, I am 
hyped about this, dude. It's going to be so freaking dope. I love it. I love the choice. Especially because the first one, dude, I feel like uh, Scott Derrickson is a cool director. He's done some good work. I feel like he totally just like missed the mark in terms of like the horror aspect of Doctor Strange, which I thought that's what they were going to emphasize a lot more. Um, I recently saw Doctor Strange and I was like, oh, it's cool. But I think that's what I missed the most was just having um, more horror into it, like more things that uh, I was talking to you guys about earlier watching Spider-Man 2. There's moments in that in that um, in that entire movie actually that are like very horror heavy. And there's a lot of things, very Sam Raimi style, dude, like the whole um, close-up of the face and just kind of like that, um, what is like that? Uh, like the camera is just kind of tracking and moving uh, to its like target. Uh, that's all that, Evil Dead. You know, that scene. That's Evil Dead. Yeah, like Evil Dead stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2 has a lot of that, dude. So I'm kind of excited to see how he can bring that style to something like Doctor Strange. So I'm hyped, dude. It's going to be dope. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, Sam Raimi, uh, writer, director, producer, but best known as a director for doing the Evil Dead movies, which includes Army of Darkness. Um, the And, of course, the Spider-Man movies. One... Uh, through three, but you know, three we don't discuss much. But two, for me, one of the best comic book movies of all time, dude. That Spider Man 2 is amazing, it's probably one yeah, of the man. best, dude. It's awesome. And um, Alfred, is it though? It is, man. I think so. Yeah, Alfred Molina is Doc Ock, dude. That that performance was awesome, it was really, really good. And it's everything else, story and and uh, the um. Like you said, the 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 style of that movie, great, dude. That fight on the subway, you done? Yeah, dude. <laughs> that fight on the subway was amazing, dude. So yeah, that's it's uh, it's definitely was uh, iconic. Yeah, one of yeah. Well, iconic is is that that scene right where he's uh, stopping the train. Well, he's, that's iconic. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then they pull him inside the the train and everything. Yeah, that that movie itself is, is, is awesome. And uh, having him come in and do uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, dude, I love it. I love that choice, man. Even Scott Derrickson loves it, too. He's like, I love Sam Raimi. He's a perfect choice to direct this movie. So I'm, I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what that's going to look like. Dude, one of the things that I love, too, is um, this just kind of shows me that Marvel is... Uh, kind of learning from their mistakes, I guess. I don't know if you want to call them mistakes, but, you know, like the whole thing with Edgar Wright and like the creative differences and um, him coming off of Ant-Man. I'm still like curious of what that would have looked like, but Sam Raimi has like a very distinct style, kind of in the same way that like Taika Waititi has a very distinct style. Um, uh, You know, like they, and they're allowing, um, I forget his name, um, uh, shoot, why am I blanking on his name? The Guardians of the Galaxy director, Scott Gunn? James Gunn. James Gunn. I don't yeah. know why I call him Scott. But they all have like very distinct styles and like Marvel is just kind of like allowing them to do their thing. Um, so that makes me even more excited knowing that like Sam Raimi having his own visual style, his own storytelling style. Um, he's going to be able to bring that into this and it's just going to make it, you know, wholly his, but also like fit within the Marvel Universe now. So it's going to be dope, dude. Yeah. Telling you, this is probably going to be like one of my most anticipated Marvel films uh, that are coming up. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it too. It, 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 it's, it's, uh, yeah, can't wait, can't wait, dude. And the second bit of news, dude, I wanted to mention was today Disney announced that they're gonna uh, release on May the fourth, which is like sort of a non-official Star Wars holiday. May the fourth. Um, Be with you. Yeah. And they'll be releasing a new eight-part documentary series about the Mandalorian's production. It's uh, it's called the Disney Glendale Galleria. No, wait, Disney Galleria. Yeah, <laughs> Disney Galleria, the Mandalorian, which is uh, gonna just be showing some back uh, behind the scenes stuff about the filming. Uh, man, they know that this that thing's hot, so they're gonna be putting out all this. I mean, I'm gonna watch it. They already got me sold, dude. I'm gonna be checking that out. Um, oh, for sure. 
and uh, and obviously we're hurting for some new stuff actually on Disney Plus because uh, they halted all production of all these other shows. So who knows when we're going to get those? You know, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, um, WandaVision. That name still sucks, but um, yeah. it's still something I want to see. You know, so yeah, dude. So I don't know what you guys think, man. Is that something you guys going to be watching? Hell yeah! Give me some. I forgot his name, dude. <laughs> the Mandalorian? The Mandalorian. Jay, I think you mentioned it's going to be hosted by or John Favreau, right? Or he's going to be... Yeah, dude. I think John Favreau is going to be the host of the... I'm, I'm assuming the entire series. Hell um, yeah. Give me some Dan Jaren. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A little late, yeah. but okay. I'm all about that Din. <laughs> I bet you are. Um... <laughs> There's, uh, um, yeah, dude, I, I, I'm wondering if they're going to release the entire thing or if they're going to do it, uh, like they typically do just kind of one episode per week. Um, I'm sure they're going to want to spread it out, you know, spread the din out a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so, so too. I think they're probably going to release it every week. Disney um, can't give us enough din. They never can, dude. You know, Never. So yeah, dude, it's but see, that's, for the din is endless. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, at least something that we can get. That's Mandalorian. I'll consume it, dude. Let's let's go. It's uh, I'm ready to. I'm oh, ready we're to all we're all gonna consume that din, dude. I'm sure you. We're will. all consuming. I just want that din, din hand over fist. Just want that din in me. Wait, what? <laughs> um, dude. So we. No, yeah, I think it's. Go ahead. No, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be great because, um, like you're saying, we can't. It's it's like a hot property right now. We haven't had it for when did when did it end? It was, it's been December. It's December. December. Yeah. So it's already it's already too long, dude, without having any man any din in us. So I'm glad that they're doing this because, um, like you said, there's there really isn't anything else going on at Disney Plus right now. Um, they're not it's, really it's, releasing any new stuff. It's so hard. Um, it's hard with Don Mando. Don yeah, Mando, dude. It's difficult. But yeah. <laughs> um so uh we didn't we didn't mention this when we watched uh when we were talking about the Mandalorian when we you know first reviewed it and give our impressions, but now that it's all over and stuff, what what do we what do we want to see in season two? I mean, is there something in particular you guys are looking forward to to watch in season two? Like what would you guys want? What is it that you guys are looking forward to in season two? Um, what do you, what are you guys looking at? Do a white skip over the obvious, dude. If I don't think it's been made official yet, but I know we talked about this a little bit before. But freaking Rosario Dawson as Asona, Asona, Lachona, Asona, Lachona Taco, Lachona Taco. Yes, Asona Tano, dude. That's gonna be that's gonna be amazing. Man, like just uh, if they do go with that casting, it's gonna be cool to have like a live action Ahsoka. So I think that's obviously what I'm looking forward to. But then also just seeing where they go with the dark saber too. Um, yeah, yeah. Udo? which is yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, go ahead, dude. No, Jay, go ahead. The dark saber. What they're gonna do with the dark saber? Yeah, because that has so much Mandalorian history with it. So I'm wondering where they're gonna take that, and then just having. A, like a lightsaber in something that doesn't necessarily have to do with Jedi's or Sith or the, well, I can't say the force, but like, you know, this, this one kind of veered away from any of that, but just kind of giving us like that last little taste there at the end, knowing that, you know, just kind of pulling it all together that like lightsabers are in existence, even far away from like the Jedi and the Sith, I think is like pretty dope. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Uno? Um, I'm looking for, well, come in. I mean, I think the ingredients are pretty obvious, right? We have the dark saber. We have the dark saber in play and we have a Jedi in play. So we're going to see another lightsaber battle. So I'm looking forward to seeing that just because I feel like um, filmmakers are getting better at uh, choreographing lightsaber battles and just uh, let's say let's say sword battles just because I mean I'm watching um, 
I'm rewatching the uh, the uh, original um, Star Wars trilogy, right? And like those Star Wars, those battles were like cool. They weren't like anything mind blowing. And even like the prequels were kind of silly. They were some of the, those lightsaber battles were silly. So the new prequel, the new, uh, the sequels, um, I think had some of the best choreography from a technical standpoint. Um, I think it just felt realistic. It felt like um, these are people who have mastered the art of uh, lightsaber combat. And so um, I just want to see to filmmakers who are really just great filmmakers, maybe even like the best within the Star Wars universe. Um, John Favreau and um, the other guy with the F. Dave Filoni. Um, yeah, whatever, dude. Dave Baloney. <laughs> but um, I, I think that they're really strong filmmakers and I think that they can put on like a really good um, choreographed battle with those two. So we really, I mean, let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka. Dude, first of all, Ahsoka Tano sounds like a hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you bump into like your friend Carlos and you're like, hey, bro, wh- what's up with you? Where, where you been? He's like, hey, dude, I'm down with Ahsoka Tano now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow, cool. Sorry. Can I buy you a beer? Dude, that's like, yeah, I know. That's like the, the name of like some drug cartel out there, dude. I was like, yeah, the Asokatanos are going to come get you. Dude. Where are you from? Asokatano. Yeah. That to me sounds like it's a Samoan gang, dude. Like a Samoan gang. Yeah, That's what it sounds whatever, like, dude. dude. I mean, it just sounds like Asokatano. a gang. Asokatano. Asokatano. <laughs> uh, dude, I have like to say. Japanese assassin, too. Like, we can play this game all day. Exactly. It sounds like a Japanese assassin, dude. How do you go? Asokatano. And the subtitles say, Hey, the funny thing is, on the way. And then the guy on the other phone goes, Oh, that's all you had to say. (laughs) (laughs) Click. I'm out. Pulp fiction reference. Do you guys get that? Am I am I too cool or am I lame with that one? You're too cool. No, 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 you're too cool. You're too cool. Okay, cool. I have to say though, when you were talking about uh Harvey Keitel gets in and he's like the wolf, and then like Sam no Samuel Jackson's like, Oh, that's all you had to say. I have to say that when you were mentioning that the lightsaber battles are silly, I think you're thinking about Revenge of the Sith. More, yeah, dude. More <laughs> than, more than, <laughs> when they're like uh, spinning the lightsabers in front of each other, they're like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. This, it does not look great. It looks funny. But uh, you got to say, man, Phantom, Man, Phantom Menace, that light, lightsaber battle is not silly at all. I think that one's really great. But yeah. Yeah, well, I think uh, John Williams helped with that, though, dude. I think without uh, that, Obi Wan won that fight, dude. Huh? Like Obi Wan won that fight, dude. So that's silly within itself. Why? Yeah, why? Because he was getting owned. It was a fluke. He won. He won because of Darth Maul's arrogance. He won because yeah, that's why. That's why he won. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm looking forward to actually the one thing I'm, I'm I'm hoping we get to see is how Moth Gideon got the dark saber, like how he got it. Um, I'd like to see that because when we, uh, which is which is a good segue into the next part I wanted to mention. When we last see the dark saber, it's in the hands of Bo-Katan, who I'm all nerd right now. Who, um, in in the Clone Wars series, ends up taking the dark saber. And she's uh, leading the Mandalorians. That's the last time we see it. And then we see Moff, uh, Moff Gideon have it. So how did he get it? I mean, I want to see all that. Like how he ended up in uh, handling the uh, Darksaber. So that's that's what I'm looking for. So are you guys watching Clone Wars at all? The new one? The this new series of a uh, new season? Yeah, oh, I was. I, of course. Yeah, I started watching it. Um, I haven't. I honestly have never really gone into the Clone Wars series before. I thought I watched episodes here and there, but this. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch this final season because you know I, I've, I've heard so much about the Clone Wars series that it's been good, and um, Dave Filoni obviously being uh, a part of this too, and him doing Mandalorian. So it was like, all right, we gotta watch it. And honestly, dude. I'm not. I'm not that impressed, to be honest. It was uh, hasn't been that great. Um, the 
the I I don't like it. We were talking about this earlier. I don't like the way that it's kind of like the the timeline is kind of fragmented and like the storytelling is kind of fragmented. It's kind of like one story. There's one arc that got done. Now we moved on to another one that got done. Now it looks like we might move into another, unless they all connect at some point. Um, but I I just don't like how it's all just kind of scattered around everywhere. Like the Bad Batch uh, arc too is just kind of. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I it didn't push the narrative forward. Not just that though, but it was so. Um, it was so uh, generic. It felt like it was. I was telling. I think I was telling my brother this earth. Why didn't you tell me when it first? When it first came out, that it was very like GI Joe ish, where it was like, oh, like you know, you have like Snake Eyes here, and he's like the ninja of the group, and then you have oh the other guy who's like the strong guy who only like fights people, doesn't use weapons, and the sharpshooter and the tech guy. And it was too like, how oh, we've seen this before, dude. It didn't do anything new. So I didn't like Isn't it. the tech guy the tech guy's name actually tech? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> probably like something stupid like that. Tech. <laughs> you know, I think that was um very much uh we need to sell toys. What can we do? Move. That's what that was. Yeah, I guess, but from everything that had uh, all the buildup and the lead up to this season was that, uh, oh, Dave Filoni's back. A lot of the older, not the older, but like a lot of like the original team, I guess, from Clone Wars are back. So, you know, we should expect a lot of that, you know, a lot of that storytelling, a lot of the, the um, you know, thematic stuff that they had going on in the previous seasons. Uh, but I, so far I haven't gotten any of that, so I'm kind of underwhelmed so by I, what we've gotten. Yeah, so I think it's it's um, a lot of people. They have uh, the, the Clone Wars series has a lot of fans. Like there's, it's kind of beloved by fans. I mean, they really have a hardcore base of fans, and so I think they just did it just to go ahead and finish, have some finality to it. Because of course it got canceled before they actually finished his last season. So it's sort of like, we're going to give the fans like, you know, finality on these characters, even though we got rebels, which honestly to me, I liked rebels more. I, I don't know why, but I think the, the way they handled the story, the whole mythology of the Jedi's and the force and all that, I thought it was, it was a little bit better for me than, than clone wars. A lot of people still like the clone wars, but I, I really liked that part. So let me ask you guys a question. What do you guys like better uh, or would like better a live action clone wars series or a live action rebels series? <laughs> this whole time I thought I was muted. Yeah. No, <laughs> no we can hear you. Fool. Jay. Nice. Um, honestly, I think I would rather watch a, um, I would rather watch a Rebels live action series um, because I feel like they have, not just that they have more interesting characters, but we haven't invested as much time with the Rebels characters as we have with the Clone Wars characters. Because obviously those are all like, Clone Wars has all the connective tissue to the Star Wars universe as we know it. We know it has like Anakin, has Padme, has um, Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, Yoda, you know, like, the the stormtroopers too um so all those are already kind of in existence in in the cinemas so i think giving rebels an opportunity to play out in live action i think would be better and honestly i think like the characters are better dude like kanan is freaking awesome they like him as like this i wouldn't say misguided but he's just a jedi who's you know it's after order 66 and he just doesn't really know like what he should do, where he should go. Like that, I think that idea is so cool that they've never really touched upon. You know, like we pick up with Obi Wan when he's like in exile, watching over uh, Luke on Tatooine. That's like the only other Jedi that we know of after Order sixty six, right? So I think having another like perspective from like uh, another Jedi after that, I think would be pretty dope to see play out in live action and cast freaking Freddie Prince Jr. As him, dude. Just bring the voice, dude. Like he practically looks like him, dude. <laughs> I think Wait, that would be dope. Do you have a preference, you know? Clone Wars or Rebels live action? Well, I think we already got Clone Wars, right? <clears throat> um, with Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Um, I think 
I just want to say really quick, I think what I like, what I appreciate about um, uh, Clone Wars is that I feel like we get to see like Anakin at his peak um, throughout the Clone Wars that we never see in the movies and we never see in like, uh, yeah, we never seen the movies. Like that mythology from the original like prequels, like it's tangible in um, Clone Wars. So I really dig that. Like he's leading you know, troops and taking all these impossible missions. And it's just like, I just like that. Anakin is like buff SpongeBob, like Hulk Hogan, SpongeBob. And then (laughs) uh, cinematic, cinematic, uh, cinematic Anakin is like rounded out SpongeBob. See, but then even seeing like the relationship between Anakin and Padme is played out better in the Clone Wars series. Like, so it's, like that romance, you kind of understand it more through the Clone Wars series than you do in the movies. Um, and you understand the stakes of it a little bit more too. But I think what also helps it too is that like Obi, like Obi-Wan kind of had his little thing going on too with the, um, uh, was the teen, is it Satine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Duchess Satine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like just kind of seeing that relationship play out, like, Obi-Wan knows what's up. Like, yeah, I know what you're going through. I've had those same feelings. Like, you don't get that in the movies. And I think getting it in the series is, like, pretty cool. So, yeah, I think, like, we've already gotten enough of the Clone Wars. So I think we we should see more Rebel stuff. Yeah, uh, but I think we should see more Rebel stuff. What I want to see, though, it's I don't know. This is a little bit left field. What I want to see, I don't want to see, like, King instead, dude. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Jay. Oh um, man, but I would want to see it. Though. What I want to see <laughs> is what happened to Ezra. Like I'd like to see Sabine um, on a search in a search for Ezra and trying to find Ezra, and like I want to see what happens in their lives after, right? Like what happens in that space between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, like in their lives. Like that might be pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely. Oh, Michael, Michael Bean, dude, Michael Bean, old Ezra. <laughs> Old Ezra, Michael Bean is old Ezra. Yeah, man, I like that. Yeah, man. What if it it's goes like past? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What if it goes past the sequels too? That'd be pretty interesting. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing like something after, you know. Um, it's old Sabine and old Ezra. Yeah, that that'd be dope. But yeah, I, I would want a Rebels live action too. I think that would be cool, uh, just to see, you know. Those characters that they spend more time with, I think that's why too, because we spend more time with those characters um, than than Clone Wars. Um, even though Rebels, I think got better when Ahsoka Tano joined on. So, yeah, definitely, dude. I think that's uh, that's something I would uh, I would like as well. All right, we got two reviews for you today. No, no, no. We got two beta reviews for you. Yeah, that's what we're calling them, beta reviews. And this one's recommended by one of our listeners. It's a documentary available on Netflix right now, L.A. Originals, which is a documentary about Mr. Cartoon, uh, a tattoo artist out of L.A. And Esteban, uh, I think I'm saying his last name right, Oriel or Oriel, something like that. And these two guys. Uriel. Uriel. (laughs) Uriel. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's not Uriel. No, it's not, dude. <laughs> Ariel? Ariel? Yeah. Freaking U- Steven. Uriel. Uriel. So, dude, it's a documentary about these two L.A. icons, man. It's it's worth watching just because the story of these two guys, it's like, you know, the saying, right, you're in the right place at the right time. It, it was never more true in this documentary than these two guys, dude. It was amazing to see how they came up from just being just regular dudes to being like these icons. Uh, I had no idea that Esteban Uriel uh, was uh, the guy who took the picture of the uh, the person doing the L.A. sign with their fingers, dude. He was the guy that took that picture and the one that originated. Yeah, that's him, dude. He's the one that started. Everybody started doing it. But because of him, he took a picture of of uh, freaking Chola, who was doing the L.A. sign with her fingers, and took a picture of it, and, dude, it blew up. Uh, but even before that, dude, the story about this guy being a, a uh, like security at a, at a club, 
and uh, how's the plane uh, playing there? And all of a sudden, they ask him to be tour manager. And from tour manager, he's like picks up a camera, starts taking pictures. His pictures become iconic and hip hop magazine. And dude, it just became like huge. And then he met uh, Mr. Cartoon, which I forget, can't remember what his actual name is, but he met that guy. And then this guy just ended up just, you know, doing going from doing the flyers to to shows to tattooing like dude everybody who is anyone who's got a tattoo from Eminem to NBA stars dude this guy does tattoos dude he did a tattoo for Beyonce dude at Jay-Z he did tattoos for uh that big old back tattoo that 50 Cent has that's Mr. Cartoon dude that's all the stuff that he's done I mean, people are saying, like, it's almost a status to have a tattoo for Mr. Cartoon. And that was, like, charging, like, 50 grand for his tattoos, dude. That's freaking insane. But it's so awesome to see, like, the Hispanic culture really um, uh, represented in it. Uh, his art, his graffiti art, and just all of... Uh, dude, Jay, you'll love it, man, because they show, like, a lot of prominent L.A. Uh, um locations and it's it's really good so it was it was interesting dude yeah we 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 watched it with the family dude and we were like yeah that's actually pretty cool so yeah i highly recommend especially if you're from la dude to check out la originals even if you're not dude i didn't know this there is a cholo culture in japan dude yeah dude they're like uh like a cruise dude that dress up like cholos and low riders yeah dude huge it is crazy yeah. even, even the the uh, Japanese women dress up like cholas too and everything, dude. Feathered and the eyebrows. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's a trip, dude. Check it out. I highly recommend you watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's only about like an hour and a half, so it's not that long, but it's it's uh, pretty interesting to watch. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a trip, dude, to take someone like Maryland to Japan to those neighborhoods? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, that'd be insane. That would be awesome, dude. Yep. Hey, so the next... Yeah, man. That's... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I've been wanting to watch it, too, because anytime... I love when they use... When LA is just kind of like its own central character, and I feel like this show is definitely that, or it's like LA is definitely front and center. It's uh, like a real palpable place, a real palpable thing that you can just kind of look at it and it has like has life to it. Um, as, as anyone who's listened to the show knows that, you know, we're all kind of LA born and bred. Um, and uh, anytime they, you know, the spotlight is put on our cities, it's amazing. So I'm just excited to check this out, dude. I Shout just, out to Ricky Romero, dude, for the, for the, uh, for the recommendation. For the recommendation, dude. It's so funny. I love listening to these, uh, <laughs> Hearing these guys talk like I do, or like you and I talk, Jay, like what a fool! Like, oh, these fools are crazy. Like they just talk pure, yeah. <laughs> you know, LA dude. It's just I love it, man. It's it's pretty awesome, dude. But uh, we have another review, man. Let's hit it with Trolls Two, Jay. Yeah, dude. So that's what uh, you know. This whole show me your chest thing from earlier today kind of comes back into play. Uh, I. You guys at home can't really see it, but these guys on the Zoom can see it. My body is full of Trolls tattoos right now, dude, all over, because we just finished watching Trolls 2, which is now out on demand. You can get that everywhere. And it is, quite frankly, hey, Jay, fantastic. I love, I love seeing dude, that. You guys get a chance to. I love seeing your, your Troll Life tattoo over your stomach. Instead of thug life, you have a troll yeah, life over it. I love it, dude. Yup. <laughs> yup. I love it. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go for it. So I can definitely see how uh, this is, this might be a viable option now for movies to be released. Uh, because it was actually awesome, dude, to just watch a brand new movie in the comfort of your own home, dude. And um, just kind of sitting here uh, watching the movie with like, you know, just the, our family here uh, was was pretty dope, dude. So uh, I uh, I can see how maybe theaters that might go out of bed. I just saw today, too, that AMC, I guess, is doing on-demand stuff from their app and website, too, which is pretty dope. But 
uh, as far as the movie goes, dude, uh, for anyone who has kids, you guys have probably already watched this because you pretty much have nothing else to do. But if anyone is on the fence, if anyone is wondering whether they should or not, definitely get this movie because your kids will love it, dude. The The what? He is amazing. Kind of lose um, the, the uh, you know they have a lot of um, well like tracks that we the music is really good like the soundtrack is really good. They have a lot of uh, songs that we all know, uh, songs that we were all we all kind of caught ourselves singing along to. Um, to the point where we actually downloaded the soundtrack for this freaking movie because the music is that dope. Um, but uh, yeah, like the new characters in this, there's a little, there's a troll. I'm sure you guys have, have all seen this. Uh, her name is Queen Barb, and she's like the the queen of the rock trolls. Um, that character, like her characters, is pretty amazing, and it's it's pretty cool too because it um has kind of unlocked a. Uh, a part of Hazel that we haven't seen before. So now she's like all into rock and stuff. And she's always like trying to do guitar solos. And uh, That's awesome. now she's like walking around. Yeah, dude. So it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, when, she, when we're giving her a shower, or a little bath, she's like always trying to give herself a little Mohawk and stuff and saying she's Queen Barb. Uh, so it's cool. Cause it kind of uh, introduces kids. Um, there's some music. Cause you know, like, you know, they have pop, the rock stuff, but then they also have like hip and K-pop, smooth jazz. Like there's all these uh, genre, genres of music that we introduce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, dude, I'm always, yeah, so I, interested. Oh, sorry, Jay. So I thought, Jean, uh, so I thought, Jay, <laughs> that, that uh, the first movie was actually pretty good. The Trolls movie, like the music is actually pretty I wasn't like not expecting anything, but when this this the second the first one, the first Trolls movie came out, like the music is actually pretty cool, and that it's what what makes the movie actually pretty good is actually the music. So I figured the uh, Trolls two would would do the same thing with the music, and it sounds like it does. Like it actually the music actually makes it sound pretty cool. Yes, dude. And if anything that I said didn't convince you, dude, all I have to do is drop one name, and you guys should already know. That this free game music. That is so funny. <laughs> Whose name is it? I don't know. I couldn't hear you. What, what you guys, you, you guys can't guess. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, I Elton don't John. No, dude. Freaking Ludwig. Dude. Oh yes, Ludwig Goranson, or however you say his last name is. Bum, 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 uh, yeah, dude. He's like the music director of this freaking. Of this freaking uh, movie, dude. Wait, the Mandalorian. So you already know the dude. Mandalorian. Yes, dude. Black Panther. Mandalorian, freaking, freaking Creed, Black Panther, uh, Childish Gambino, all that stuff, dude. This Are guy's involved with all that mess. Yes, my boy. That's crazy. So, like dude. I said, that's that's. If a, anything I said didn't convince you, that one name should push you over the edge, dude. That's to a, that's a step of get the soundtrack and to watch this movie. There you go. Dude. That's awesome, dude. And I think this goes right into the next thing I wanted to talk about real quick because I think for some people, Trolls, the first one at least, could be a guilty guilty pleasure for some. So I thought, hey, look, we're at home. We're watching, uh, besides working, of course, uh, some of us. Um, and for those that are not, I'm sure, probably t- trying to pass the time looking at uh, whatever they can find on Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming uh, service you look at. But I thought that maybe some of us have some guilty pleasures that maybe, I don't know, would not be so keen on telling everybody what you're watching. Uh, so I don't know if this is how, if you know, if you guys have anything like this, but Uno, or do you want me to share mine or you guys can, do you guys have one? Uno, do you have something that you would consider a guilty pleasure as to what it is you're watching or listening to? Yeah, dude, Pornhub, dude. I mean, <laughs> premium is free, you know. But I just feel bad about it. I feel guilty I feel about, bad it. about it. About <laughs> it, you know. But yeah, dude, that's a good watch. <laughs> <laughs> I <right>, Jay, <laughs> dude, um, I literally, I, dude, and and I feel kind of embarrassed to say this because it's it's some like trashy stuff, dude. 
I guess it's not as bad as Pornhub Premium, but uh, freaking watching the world star hip hop fights on YouTube, like the compilations, dude, that is like me, like at least like I don't know, two hours a day or something, dude, of just watching straight up street fights. <laughs> like all these like random people just fighting dude it is like the best thing in the whole freaking world dude i love it and it's it's terrible too because you just fall in that rabbit hole and you just keep watching like one after the other then like actually here's the world star and that's it dude at that point you're like i'm done dude i can't do this anymore like i've reached the pinnacle i reached the mountaintop dude and you just dip out it's funny though because I follow a thing on uh, an account on Twitter that's like that too, dude. That just has fights, <laughs> just people fighting dude, on there, the dude. Thing in the world, because dude, after a while you feel bad. I'm like, hey, dude, like that person just got jacked up. But I wonder if the next person is gonna get beat up as bad. <laughs> and you just keep watching it, dude. No, I try to make myself feel better by the ones that caption that says "bully gets owned." Okay, I get it. that's okay. Like he wants <laughs> yeah. the bully gets owned one or whatever. Or they have something that said, "Who's wrong?" <laughs> like wait, the girl or the guy, or something like that, you know, he or she, whatever. Uh, dude, because like, there was one. Let me, let me tell you really quick, dude. There was one where this chick rose up on this guy on his porch, and I guess it was like an ex boyfriend or something. But she has a gun in her hand, so I'm like, oh shoot, like it's Dang. about to go down. Like this video, this video did not show like 18 or over, dude. Like someone's gonna get shot. But she goes and she like pistol whips that would right in the face, dude. Like right in his face And then she's like You want more of this or whatever And she starts walking away Dude that guy throws a flower pot At her head (laughs) And just starts Like anything he can find Just starts throwing it at her dude And I felt like dude After a while I'm like Dang This is messed up Like he's just going off on her With all these freaking flower pots But she had the gun dude She never shot it So I I was a little disappointed Dude I feel you dude I could be (laughs) I just feel an immense level of frustration For Every movie scene Every situation where someone has a gun and they don't shoot it because at the end of the day, okay, if you're too scared to take a life, I understand. I empathize. But there's legs, dude. Shoot the legs, man. <laughs> you don't have to, like, straight out just blast them. Bah, bah, just... Bah, dude, <laughs> legs, dude. Some of the legs. <laughs> there you Put go, people. Shoot, dude. There you go. It's just a, a quick lesson from Uno. Uh, life lesson. Uh, dude, my my guilty pleasure. I think it's probably worse than Uno's, dude. Honestly, worse than his uh, premium account that he's uh getting for free, which he feels bad for, dude. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I have been going back and watching Jersey Shore, dude, from season wow. one, dude. I'm currently on season two with uh, Claudia, and I have been watching it, dude. It's man, I can't believe that was on TV one, two. It's freaking hilarious to see that freaking drama that goes on. And it it's, I don't know, dude. I enjoy it, dude. I, I'm not embarrassed to say <laughs> I enjoy it. I actually, dude, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, an episode where Mike meets up with these girls from Canada and he goes, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're from Canada. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. There's so many instances like that, dude, where they're like, it's so like dumb like uh, I can't even remember right now, but it's so, it's a trip, dude. So yeah, we've been uh, we've been watching it since season one. <laughs> we're in season. Dude, we're about to end season two right now. I don't think I ever really understood like the concept of like fifteen minutes of fame until I saw Jersey Shore, dude. Because those they like blew up, dude. They were everywhere. They were doing everything and spinoffs and this and that. And then all of a sudden, dude, it just like like disappeared, just poofed out of nowhere, dude. And they're just gone. Like, Jay, you, you don't really hear about them now. You'd probably like it because they literally almost, the they all just consist of, they get up, they uh, go and eat, they get in a fight, they get ready for the club, go to the club, and come back and try to hook up with a girl. I mean, that's like basically <laughs> the whole episode on all of them. But a lot of it is fighting and, and drama within the, the house, so the people fighting each other and whatever. It's crazy. But it's... Do you uh, remember... Mm-hmm. I just remember that uh that episode where freaking Snooky gets punched in the face, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> that was actually <laughs> just like ow. No, you know what was funny about that was she got hit in the face, and Bro, they, that's and not they, funny. But that's okay. Okay, not funny. It's hilarious. That part I'm not saying was funny. <laughs> what was funny was 
when they she's in the bathroom she goes she's crying she's bawling <sighs> she's like I'm just afraid I have no teeth did they knock out my oh, teeth <laughs> what, do I have any teeth left that's what she actually says to him. <laughs> it's dude, I got really I got really offended because then I, I found out that Snook is actually from Guatemala dude and I was like dang that's like one of our people shut up Get out she's here, from really? Central America I think she's, from, she's like, from Peru no Honduras who could oh, name every oh, country? Millennia, I don't think she's. <laughs> I don't think she's from Guatemala. I think she's like from Honduras because Honduras is uh, from. I think I did see that. I think I saw that she was from like Central America. Central America, dude, so. yeah. So she's from Honduras, but she p- tries to portray that she's close like, enough. Uh, freaking Guidette, Italian girl, whatever. That was crazy. It's it's <laughs> funny, man. I I enjoy it, dude. So I have no shame. Just watch it. <laughs> Jersey Shore, dude. Hey, it's time for our pick of the week. Pick of the week. This is where we pick our shows, podcasts, uh, movies, whatever that we pick for the you know for this week. We, we what we think you would enjoy. Uno, what's your pick of the week? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Uno. Thanks for listening to the Beta Report. Oh my bad, I'm supposed to make my pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, okay, I was just kidding. Just kidding, everybody. Have some fun. Um, okay, so I've been, uh, we have a new season of La Casa de Papel or yes. Money Heist. So that's up. It's good. Go watch it. It's a little heartbreaking. I'm really upset about some events from Don't the season. Don't you do it. Very upset about some of the events in the season, but it emotionally moved me, man. Movie, so um, uh, co sign that, and I want to say again, Ultra Vest Dave, shout out to the con because the con was like, Yo, guys, this show is good. I've been watching Dave, so I got two picks La Casa de Papel slash Money Heist, and Dave again, really, that's a gold medal show for me, Dave. Bold claim, bro. uh, Course, money heist. Okay, bye. So I have to. I, uh, I'm gonna co-sign. Oh, go no, I just wanted to co-sign the. Um, first of all, money heist. Money heist is is uh, is a really good show. But Dave, I, I had I was telling Uno uh, about Dave. For for the, for those that don't know, uh, Uno was a uh, rap artist, right? Uno. In fact, we, we there's some rap recordings that got lost. That we have done in the past, <laughs> but but you know we Dude, wish we could have those back. Best they got last, <laughs> they got lost because just what happened on that track is just was like embarrassing. Robbery, <laughs> yeah. You know some people dude, got it was like some people got hurt. Hip hop fight. It was, dude. It was. It was like just like people got burned in that, dude. People got offended by how good you were. Dude, dude. Who, Uno was the sickest MC from the 323, dude. Y'all didn't know that. <laughs> it is, I was dude. getting paid by the shade with a lemonade from grenades. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Curtis Blades. There it is. So that's why <laughs> I say So the show Dave is about a uh Hi, I'm Dave. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dave. It's about a rapper, a Jewish rapper. <laughs> and uh he's white, of course. Uh and it, it's about his uh claim to fame, I guess, trying to get popular in the rap world. But it is so good. I I have to co-sign with with Uno. I told Uno, dude, you gotta watch this. It is so good. But I still I the episode that really hit me. I think it's like episode four. It's called Hype Man. I've never seen uh, mental health being portrayed the way it was in this episode. I got teary eyed, dude, towards the end. Just that when you know, I'm not gonna say anything. But when towards the end of this episode. It was. I thought the episode was genuine and sincere, and really wanted to put some attention to mental health. And I thought it was amazing. So, totally worth watching. Check it out. It's called Dave. You can find it on Hulu, um, and uh, yeah, and on FX too on cable. So, uh, Jay, what are your what's your pick of the week, or are your pick of the week if you have more than one? Well, I want to continue and just uh, do the trifecta of co-signment um, because I, too, would like to recommend Dave. Uh, Hi, I'm Dave. Uh, Hi, I'm Dave. Oh, Dickie. Oh, Dickie. <laughs> uh, that show is legit. Um, I think uh, FX, dude, FX is holding it down, dude, with Atlanta and Dave. I think um, 
they got some really good shows out Top right tier. now. They're Top like, tier. Oh, hey, these rappers are pretty good at writing songs. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they're more than just rappers. They're actual human beings. Oh, they're uh, creative. Right. <laughs> there, yeah, so this... Uh, so Dave is dope. Uh, obviously, Money Heist, Casa Papel is amazing too. So definitely go watch that. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on my review, dude. You guys should definitely go and get Trolls. It's worth uh, twenty bucks that you got to pay for it to rent it. You can get it for two days. Um, but it's like going to the theater, but not really, dude. You can have well, I guess you can't really have people over. Um, but whoever's in your house, you know, it's kind of like. Everyone pays for it. It's less than a than the price of admission at a theater, dude. So it's definitely worth it. I think I really enjoyed it. I think your kids will enjoy it. Get it. It's amazing. Check it out, dude. All right, man. Uh, uh, I guess officially I'll say that one of my picks is Dave. Check out Dave. So the uh, as Jay said, complete that trifecta. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dave is really good, man. It's a really good show. It's a black comedy. Jeff, it's Jeff, yeah. What's up? Whatever. Jeff, Khan, Khan, King, yes, Your sir. Highness. What's up? Does it get a gold medal though? Uh, you know that hype man episode makes me give it a, a gold medal, dude. So yes. Boom! That's two of us giving it gold medals. Go watch Dave. Get that D, ladies and gentlemen. Get. Mm. That. <laughs> There's anything you should be doing in your quarantine is getting yourself some D. Dave. From Din to D. Little Diggy. Din to Dave. And then the other one I wanted mm. to kind of really put out there, dude, is um. It's a uh, reality show on Netflix called Fastest Car. I think I've talked about uh, the first season before a long time ago, but they have a second season of Fastest Car, and it's awesome, dude, because it's about um, it's it's a, a it's a car race between a high end car like a Lamborghini or Maserati or uh, uh, McLaren. McLaren's like featured a lot in this season against a sleeper car, which is basically someone who just built their car from scratch and put it together. And it kind of shows their process of when they're building this car. Then they race it at the end. And then the top winners uh, all get to race at the end of the, like, the final episode. It's, it's Believe it or not, man, it's actually pretty exciting to watch of having them, you know, uh, all the drama between them and putting the car together and then racing. And it's really, I think it's pretty awesome. So it's called Fastest Car Season 2. I would check it out. It's it, it's not that long. It's not a big commitment. It's only a few episodes. I think like six or seven. But it's uh, it's awesome. Though. It's actually pretty cool to see that drama about them racing a car. So there you go, guys. We got you your picks of the week. Beta Report coming on strong, giving you guys some good recommendations. That's me just hyping us ourselves up. That's right. I'm patting myself. We're tooting our own horn here. Right? Right. Yup. No one else is. No one shows like we're so good there's no one that's been more good at picking shows in history ever we're the best at picking shows when uh-huh. it comes to picking shows everybody's told us we're the best and clearly we show it every day that we're the best and we hear it all the time everywhere we go every city every 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 blog every every post we hear it that you guys are the best so we're the best. Thank you, Uno Trump. So basically, just listen to what we're saying, dude. We won't steer you wrong. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Beta Report. We're so grateful and thankful that you hang, uh, hung around with us and stayed with us. Thank you so much. Uh, remember to hit up all our social media at the Beta Report, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Instagram. And uh, we can't wait to hear from you guys. Please interact with us. We love to hear from you guys. Tell a friend about our podcast. We want to grow. And uh, yeah, we're here till next week. We thank you so much for the beta report. This is Jeff. This is Uno. This is Jay. I just waited. Get that deep. Little Dick. Little Dick. Thank you so much. Till next week. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.